Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Kia ora. My name is Andy E, and I'm an addict from Christchurch, New Zealand. My clean date is the 6th of March, 2020. I attend meetings in the Christchurch and North Canterbury area of New Zealand. My home group is the Tuesday night Keeping It Real meeting of Narcotics Anonymous in Rangura. April 18, Searching for Our Purpose. As we seek our high power's will for us, we come to an understanding of our purpose. Spiritual awakening is a process. Maybe it's what the whole process is about. Living Clean, Chapter 3. Creative Action of the Spirit Life before recovery was in steadfast pursuit of our addiction. We had a purpose, that's for sure. Now that we're clean, we are still searching, still striving, but what we are looking for and how we are pursuing it are quite different. It may be worthwhile to ask ourselves right now, what is my purpose in life? And take a moment to listen for a response. Maybe we'll write about it, share about it in our group, meditate on it, or ask our higher power directly. For some of us, the answer may come easily, as it's something we've thought much about. We may have a specific practice of seeking the will of a power greater than us, or maybe we're comfortable improvising in the moment. Many others will struggle with the question and with hearing, understanding, and articulating the answer. Still others of us may be seriously pondering this question for the first time clean. Because we're NA members, we may be of the mind that our purpose is already established, carrying the message of recovery to the addict who still suffers, and anything else is extraneous navel-gazing. Many of us believe NA's primary purpose aligns with ours, but that seeking a life of fulfilment and living by spiritual principles, extends further. But to what exactly? In NA, we talk and read a lot about spiritual awakenings, whether we call them that or not. Most of us would agree that living spiritually is both about what we do and how we do it. Perhaps the how is even more consequential because our lives look different over time across cultures, and around the world. Striving for integrity springs to mind here. Being true to ourselves while acting by spiritual principles. Maybe we don't have a specific answer, and maybe it will change and change again. Maybe the question is enough, and we'll keep asking it. I am open to pursuing something different today. I want to be more awake and help others to wake up too. Beyond that, who knows? Thank you for allowing me to be of service 
by reading this. Kakitiano. Welcome back, everyone. This is April 18th, Searching for a Purpose, and we're here with Devin C. Devin, could you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Sure. Uh, I'm an addict. My name is Devin. My home group is Men's Amends. Uh, we meet in Maplewood, New Jersey at 7 p.m. on Wednesdays, and I attend meetings in uh, all of New Jersey, all throughout. All right, fantastic. What's your thoughts on the reading, Searching for a Purpose? Uh, well, searching for our purpose. Um, first thing that came to mind was this has step 11 written all over it for me, which is so appropriate because it meets me exactly where I'm at in my recovery today, specifically in my step work with my sponsor, my sponsor family, going through another round of steps. And um, yeah, man, searching for our purpose. Uh, that's the big question, man. That's my big question. There's one of the lines in here that says, many others will struggle with the question and with hearing, understanding, and articulating what the answer to that question may be. Um, man, does that ring true for me? I, uh, listen, with some with some clean time, actually, did I even mention what my clean date was or no? I'm gonna throw it at us. <laughs> sure, man. Uh, March 21st, 2017. I forgot to leave that, forgot to add that part in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. So just celebrated six years clean. And again, like I was saying, with a little bit of uh, steps under my belt, man, like even to this day, searching for a purpose is like, you know, the ever elusive. Bro, it changes uh, sometimes. Quest. Like, it's, yeah, it's it, can, quest. it can change. It can develop a little bit. And, and, you know, getting clean, that was the biggest thing. If you, you know, if someone would have asked me, like getting clean, what kind of food you like, what kind of clothes do you like, what music do you, I didn't know fuck all, man. Let, I didn't know anything about me, let alone what is my ambition, what's my drive, and then even take that for, I don't know, fuck all about a purpose. I had no idea, man. None. None. Yeah, man. Not even thought, where to start. I thought, I thought my purpose initially was to simply just stay clean, which is exactly what my sponsor told me. Like, don't even worry about, you know, uh, asking for knowledge of God's will, because I wasn't even on step 11 yet. I was simply on a step one, two, three said, just do the next right thing, do follow my suggestion, follow my lead, follow the lead of all the men around us. Um, and just, uh, just, just get with God, man. You have to learn how to get with God before you can get with anything else. Um, Dude, shout out to your sponsor, man. That's cool. That's really good. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm the same way, man. Cause look, if, if, if that's what they told me to, they didn't ask me like when I got 12 step, you know, it, it wasn't, no one asked me what my concept of God was. No, they didn't give a fuck. They were just like, you know, here, we're going to tell you, like, you're drowning. We're not. If you want what we have, the freedom that we have, just do do what we do. And we'll, we'll tell you every step of the way, but just do it. That's your job. Do it. And I was like, all right, man. <laughs> Dude, they made it real foolproof, man. You know, it was like, it was like, I can't fuck this up. I'm, I'm going to listen to them. That's what I did. They made it real simple for me. But in that, yeah, you know, what was really cool is like, um, do you remember the first time like you were able to carry the message to somebody? Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. H and I, um, hmm. I couldn't wait until I had, cause then I don't know about any, any other area around the world, but in my area specifically where I got clean, uh, shout out to uh, central Jersey narcotics anonymous. Um, we, uh, you couldn't sit on a panel in H and I until you had 90 days clean. You can attend H and I subcommittee in order to, you know, to, to see how, hmm. The subcommittee worked, but you couldn't actually sit on a panel until you had 90 days. 
And I couldn't wait, man. Like I was still going to those meetings with 30 days, 37 days, 60 something days clean. And uh, once 90 days hit, man, like I joined a panel as soon as I could. And like the moment that I stepped foot in the facility right next door, because there's two facilities side by side where I got clean that uh, were treatment centers. Um, the one right next door was much bigger, was co-ed. I went to an all male, you know, uh, getting clean type of a facility uh, and it was a blessing. Um, and just going into the right next door, man, be like feeling those same feelings, smelling that same air, you mm. know, seeing like people without shoelaces, like my treatment facility didn't allow us to wear shoelaces, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. going back and feeling all those feelings again and seeing those people all over again, man, and bringing a message with the people that were chairing the panel was such a blessing. Man. And I, I had never experienced a fire like I do when, with H&I. And, and that's exact yeah. same fire still exists. Like, listen, I'm in step 11. Uh, a lot of life on life has happened the past couple of years, especially through the pandemic. And, um, you know, my, my life has gotten full, you know, and recovery isn't just about going to meetings for an hour to an hour and a half a day. It's about what you do with the other 22 and a half hours yeah, in a day, right? right? That's right, what we right. talk about all the time. Good so shit. like, I've learned how to carry these principles in all of my affairs in a lot of, mm. in a lot of ways. Do I do them perfectly every day? Absolutely not. But I've learned to actually do a little bit better every single day, day at a time to the point where like, you know, through the pandemic and like the Zoom meetings are, were a huge blessing. But for me, like I needed that physical contact, man. So like when I couldn't see my people, I couldn't see like, you know, all, all, of, the, all of like, you know, the hugs that I'm used to getting, yeah. I had to, uh, I had to find other ways, man. And I found other ways. Um, but bringing that back to, you know, where I was, I, I, I had no, I had no real understanding of like how to just learn how to live, man, just right. learn how to live without the use of drugs early on. So well, man, I think I that's still, that. but that's still like a process too, man, because look like my, the landscape of my life has changed, you know, over the years, like when I go, I, I go clean to 16, you know, no kids or anything like this, no career path or whatever. And then, you know, like different phases of life, man, I start pursuing a career, got married, had a couple, you know, my, my sons are, are one's almost 16 and one's like 13 and a half now, you know, and, and uh, it's like that, that shit, I'm, I'm learning how to be a father to two teenage boys without getting high. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like those things, uh, those kind of change, but man, what really hit my spirit is when you're talking about, you know, going into H and I and being able to carry the message and the excitement and the folks listening, like if, if that just doesn't stir you up inside, man, like rewind it and listen to it again. Like, it's just so good, man. you know, so because, it, and I know exactly what you're talking about, dude, the, the, I was, I was, I was trying to 12 step this dude and, and he's the first guy who, who started shaking his head up and down, you know? And like he was, he was feeling what I was saying, man. He was like relating. He was identifying with some shit. And up until up until that point, I don't know how long I was clean, man. Maybe a few months or whatever. I don't, you know, whatever it is. But um, up until that point, man, I would try to, I would try to to carry the message, and and I'd I'd be met with, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, I ain't doing all that shit. A meeting a day, get the fuck out of here. I ain't doing all that, you know. And uh, and then when I hit him with it, man, he put his head up and down, and I was like. Like you said, man, and that's the exact line that I that I use too. Is like there was a fire lit inside of me, and I was just, man, this is this is what I do. This is what I it was done for me. This is what I do, and 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 like, and it was just a very passionate, but it was it was like a very intimate thing that happened, like within me, man. I just felt like I had something to offer, 
And bro, it was a long fucking time since I felt that. Mm. Um, is that how you felt? Like when you did you walk in feeling or 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 like in the the process of being able to carry the message to people? Do you feel like on on like that deep intimate level is like man, I I really do have some good man that I could that I could inject into someone's life. You know, like I could bring something good to the table, man. Initially, no, but again, through the process, I have learned through working the steps, I suppose, and having a sponsor, I've learned what the value of self-worth actually means, especially mm -hmm. through working a fourth step, a fifth step. I've learned that self-worth doesn't just mean, um, you know, being okay with myself. Because like when I was using man, like at the very end of my road, I looked in the mirror, I couldn't meet my eyes in the mirror, man, ever. I, the first time I was ever able to do that was in treatment. And that was a life-changing moment. Like being able to actually look myself in the eye and say like, you're going to be okay. I wasn't telling myself quite yet that I was a good guy, that I was doing, you know, that I was, you know, worthy yet, but I was well on my way. And it just started with just meeting myself eye to eye in the mirror. Uh, and then from there, man, it grew to like in the mirror when I'm brushing my teeth today, I'm like, you are actually a good guy. You know, mm -hmm. I can look at myself and say, you're a good guy. And the reason why I suppose is uh, I, I can attribute it to like, you know, some clean time. I can attribute it to some steps under the belt. I can attribute it to doing some work with a sponsor and with sponsees, man. Like kind of just like, you know, I'd lost my train of thought before we're talking about H and I, like that was like such a gift early on for me. And it lit such a fire and kind of like that train of thought that I was going through was like that all kind of went by the wayside during COVID. Right. So coming back in now, like I don't have an H and I panel commitment currently, but I just went into a facility this past Thursday with a friend of mine who uh, asked me to come and share and uh, to help him, you know, chair the panel. And uh, man, what a blessing that was mm. and how, how like easy it was. Cause I hadn't been in an H and I, uh, I guess like a setting or a situation in like probably two, three years. And it was, it just reignited everything. And for me, like that was exactly the spark in my recovery and the spark in like the, uh, you know, in, in all of the, um, searching, seeking knowledge of God's will for me that I needed to the point where today I had a buddy of mine from my home group, uh, got a, a couple years clean as well. He, uh, you know, he called me to share about some stuff, but uh, I asked him, I was like, you know, man, you just got to talk to your sponsor about it. He's like, well, I don't have a sponsor right now. Mm. And I was like, uh, ding, 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 higher powers will telling you, man, like, like, yo, you don't have a sponsor. I mean, listen, I'm no, not I'm telling you that I have to be your sponsor, but like, you know, I am willing, I have some willingness today. And you know, shout out to my boy, George, man, like, like good on you for, uh, for, for, for picking up the phone and for getting humble and for taking the step and taking the leap, um, and asking me because like, it's a beautiful process, man. Like, yeah, George, like, now you got to do the work. <laughs> Listen to <laughs> him, right. George. Listen to him, bro. <laughs> that's right, man. I got Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word, others. As we go out into the world, stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.